They be like, slow up, homie. You're talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley Bax. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey. Yeah, but I got it. What up? Welcome to another episode of G Splash Podcast. You know what it is. We talk movies, pancakes, toys, comic books, sports, and six pop culture news stories of the week. Nice. Yeah, I'm your host. I like pancakes. <laughs> We're talking hella pancakes, bruh. Uh, I'm your host, Bradley Bax, with my man Chris Bucky Watts. What up? It's episode 81 of the dopest podcast on the internet. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We got some IHOB news. We got some Bond. We got a little Mark Hamill, Russo Brothers. Uh, but we're also yeah, talking I'm about... Excited. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, we're also talking this new leak that happened uh, over the past couple of days about Marvel and their schedule for Phase 4. Chris and I will go over that, what movies they're talking about, where that leaves things, and kind of where the story's gonna go uh before we get into that though as always we got some upcoming episodes and announcements uh no uh splash trash mad this week um due to some s- stuff on my end and and whatnot uh just didn't have the time to really put that together so i apologize but it'll be back next week for sure next week on episode 82 we'll be talking king of monsters uh, Rocket Man, some Dark Phoenix, and if we have time, maybe some Ma. Oh, that's gonna be a big one. That'll be a big yeah, one. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a big one. And then on uh, Splash Trash Man that week, next week we'll be talking Last Night on Earth, and that's the new DC Black Label Batman book that uh, we, yeah. we've been talking about for a while. Man, I was actually really, really, imp- I wasn't expecting that quality of book, but I'm always impressed by DC and their books with that. Yeah, they're getting there are any especially on black label like I saw an interview with a guy who's doing one right now and like it's just they're taking like everything is down to they're just doing it perfect like every frame is perfect they're trying so hard to make sure everything is like just how it should be so that's uh it's really cool that they're investing DC in general invests a bunch of time in the art in their books but also the fact that they're taking even a step further with black label and being like these are special books they should be more intense yeah just the I mean just the crispness of like it just looks dope it's like it's like yeah this looks really really well done it's definitely in between that comic book graphic novel feel so yeah yeah, yeah. uh and then on episode 83 men in black we'll talk a little men in black and that bad motherfucker named chef oh yeah so you're coming up quick yeah man that week we'll also be talking on spice trash man our war of the realms part two so chris catch up i gotta catch up but we'll break oh, it yeah, all down episode 83 ish Chris, how you doing, man? We usually don't ask each other how we're doing. We always just like get it right into it. Good, man. I'm good. Work is uh my work that I'm at is really uh busy right now, so that's been kind of crushing me in busy weeks. And coming into summer is always crazy for me, but um getting a handle on it and uh, making it happen. So how about you? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, you know, just a couple of couple of roller coastery days, but one of these, one of those. You went to California. Now you're back yeah, in New York. Back, back. back. Um, long flights, long travel oh, days. Man. How are you feeling rested up? No, not at all. I feel like I've been on the go. Yeah. It feels like I haven't even slept yet, but I know that I have. 
But uh, yeah, yeah he's twelve. Been so go go go. Yeah, been on the, on the run. But you know, it's just a it's just a temporary thing. But we'll get back into the swing of things. Let's get into some news. Let's talk some cool shit, man. Yeah. All right. So this is a. I, we usually don't go this far in pop culture, but we probably maybe should. But I I yeah. I saw this story and I was like, this will be a real heavy news. Some real big news. It's, it, it, it's a little thick, if you know what I'm saying. You know, you got yeah, some thick news. It's a little sticky too. Uh, but IHOP is going back to IHOP. If you don't know, last year International House of Pancakes changed their name International House of Pancakes to uh, International House of Burgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story is just simple as this. June 3rd, the former International House of Burgers revealed that it was flipping back or flipping the B back to a P to become IHOP once again. The change was confirmed in a tweet as a part of a new marketing campaign for its new pancakes, which is really a trio of new menu offerings. And they're basically Black Angus burgers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about this a little bit, because we've both worked in the marketing fields and, sure. and we're not oblivious to some of the things that some of these companies do. Whoever was behind this from the beginning, run, 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 run the kind of genius because everyone got like to their Twitter accounts was like, y'all need to stay in your lanes, making all this, like just stirring it up, just talking shit like, y'all, you don't make burgers, you make pancakes, blah, blah, blah. Everyone took the bait. That's how I feel. Oh, absolutely. That's why I loved about it because I remember when it happened, everyone at at the office I was working at at the time was like, what are they doing? Why would they do that? Burger? Like, but it was like, we're really having a conversation about International House of Pancakes. We're talking about IHOP right now. I haven't talked about IHOP for like five years. Let that's alone been is, to man. one. That's that's a it's a big marketing. I mean, we all knew we all knew it was a marketing ploy, but like the fact they went to the extent they did, like it like it wasn't just like a flash thing. Like they went and changed signage on restaurants and like changed all the menus and like they really like went in hard on it, hoping that they could reap the benefits of people talking about it then and how bad of a move it was, and then that people will talk about it and be like, Oh, back to pancakes, better head in there and check those out. It's not like you couldn't get pancakes or less, you know, no, but that's, that, whatever. that's what I love about it is the fact that they were like at least making the attempt to drive focus. One, they're like, yo, we actually care about our hamburgers. Like we, right. we care about our food so much that we're going to change it. We're going to let you. We're trying to. We're changing our name just to let you know that we can make yeah. good burgers. And it's not even about like it has nothing to do with the, the food itself. But now they're using all that backlash that people gave them, flipping it around. They're like, all right. We're not going to call our burgers burgers. We'll call them pancakes. Tell you we're flipping this shit around. And then I don't know if you saw the commercial on the tweet, but Mm -mm. it's basically someone's tweet. That's like, I forget what I forget what exactly it says. But um, basically, there's a spokesperson who reads the tweet and it's like on an easel. Oh, like they're like it's like a whiteboard or something. It has like Like a big whiteboard. Yeah, it has the tweet on there. And then (laughs) they're like, okay, we'll go back to pancakes. Check out our new pancakes. And then it's just it's just three burgers, but they're called like the garlic something pancake. And it's actually a burger. Right, 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 right. And then she just so she's like, thanks, Steve, or whatever his name is, and just knocks over the thing. And it's like super right. sarcastic, but it's so it's actually pretty funny. Not only did everyone take the bait, everyone's talking about them making burgers. I don't know how it did traffic wise, whatever, but they're trying something different, man. It's, it's making waves. And so, I mean, people are going to be talking about it. That's all that matters, right? Yeah. That's you what I'm get saying. People to talk about it. Now you guys got now that now for them on their end, they got to get people to actually 
come in and eat that freaking horse food. Yeah, I mean, I'd have, I have no idea if the burger's actually good. But uh, <laughs> I just thought it was funny that they took all their backlash. was like, cool, whatever, dude. Like, <laughs> move on. Yep. That's a popular thing with fast food, man, with, like, the Twitter accounts for well, Wendy's and uh, Taco Bell and Arby's. Like, they're, like, getting sarcastic, like, getting salty with people and, and having a personality makes them stand out. And I, I think it's great. Yeah, you have to. This next story I like to call another one. During the filming of a controlled explosion on the set of Bond 25 at Pinewood Studios, damage was caused to the exterior of the 007 stage. There were no injuries on set. However, one crew member outside the stage has sustained a minor injury. This is <laughs> the second incident on this film. Yeah, this thing's freaking cursed, man. Uh, it does, it's cursed for sure. It's been it's been a nightmare for all the way. Like Yep. all the way from like casting like no more half-ass production cast isn't happy daniel craig broke his leg freaking the thing explodes there's no ending to the movie it doesn't even have a name it's like just call, it's all over the place it's just gonna be called bond 25 it's gonna be called gets shelved they're just gonna freaking cancel it and start over like how does that even happen i mean it just have sometimes you can say oh, i guess man, i don't know after it's 25 it's crazy is it 25 years or 25 movies 25 i don't know how many years more years than that than yeah so it's gotta be the 25th sure. movie then yeah okay that's right it's called what you call good journalism i didn't know that <laughs> yeah i don't know what I, I it's almost stupid that i said that because i'm like you were born before bond <laughs> no <laughs> uh speaking of some old villainry mark hamill come out to play uh, a new clip of the 2019 remake uh, Child's Play is re was released, and oh, yeah. the chilling sneak peek shows Chucky terrorizing his owner, Andy Barclay. We don't get to see him, the actual character, but you get to hear Mark Hamill being mad creepy, and uh, yo, it sounds it sounds good to me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. It's he sounds creepy in, uh, in this clip. He's a, he's a great voice actor, man. He's a fantastic voice actor. Yeah, he's, he, he's just the way he spoke had me... Gave me kind of chills a little bit. I've heard him with the Joker and a few other things, but I was I'm now I'm really excited and I hope this movie is really good because it was so creepy. Dude, that's great. I, I didn't even I didn't even know that he was actually the voice of it. I thought it was somebody else, so that's great. Oh really? I think we talked about it, but whatever, it's fine. I think we did, but I'd completely spaced that he was doing that. That's that's freaking awesome. The funny thing about this though, I don't know if you knew this, but there's a lot of controversy about and like this whole project. Because there's also really? there's also a TV show coming out, a Chucky TV show, which is actually going to be done by Brad Dorr, who did the original. Is that his name? Yeah, who did the original voice for Chucky and the original and the creators and the original director. So how is it, can there be? How is that not a licensing issue? It's not a licensing issue because MGM has the rights to the original movie. Okay, so I see what's MGM is basically rebooting the movie to keep the license but they wanted to do the kind of their own thing they asked the creators to be a part of it and they were like no but their the creators are pretty pissed that they continued on with to like they're like fine we'll do, do it ourselves well, i did not know that the show will be interesting yeah so there's a show that's gonna have like the original feel of all the other movies they've done two movies now that didn't hit theaters that are like 80 plus on rotten tomatoes what mm-hmm who are these jokers? They did. I think they rebranded it or redid it or I don't know what they did. But they, I remember there was one that came out in like 2016. I didn't see Whoa. it though. Nobody did apparently. <laughs> Ready for some Russo Bros news? Oh, I cannot wait. 
I'm curious to hear your take on this. So, uh, Russo brothers hope to create new magic. They've been uh, signed on to do a show for Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Uh, they've been tapped to oversee the creation of an all-new storyline and expand on the stories of the Planeswalkers. Did I say that right? Yeah, the Planeswalkers. It's like a, a, there's like other story arcs in Magic the Gathering, but mm. th- like when you say story arc, like it, I, I would call them sagas on par with uh, the Infinity War. Okay. So like how in, the Infinity Saga, it's the same thing. They'll do these long sp- sprawling arcs and then they'll switch to a different story. So this is one of the big and one of the most popular Magic the Gathering uh, stories in the game. Gotcha. There's a one that's more popular and some people are pissed, but uh, this one, this one should be a good one. Um, they're being credited as ex- executive producers, uh, Star Wars Clone Wars alum Henry Gilroy and the Ticks. Jose Molina are sharing lead on the writing duties. Oh, cool. Do you are, are you excited about this? I never played the game. I never, but I see it everywhere, and I know people still play it. These kind of card role playing games have kind of really expanded. I never got into playing it. I know there's a ton of people that are fans of it. I'm a little surprised that I mean I'm not. Do you think I shouldn't can, say I'm can surprised? They, is, this, they, is this plausible? They, can they take this? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can. It's like no different than any other like fantasy type story or like. The Witcher, or you know, they did a Warcraft movie, and that sucked. It's plausible to do it. You just, you know, isolate characters. You take the characters and the ideas, and you set it in that world. My thing is like when you get to hyper specific, and I know there's a lot of people that play. This is not like some like little tiny. No, it's been around for years. Of the, it's it's been around for years. There's so many people freaking play it. But that said, like the people that are going to really be excited about this show are the people that play the card game or know a lot about it. And I feel like they're the ones that are going to be the ultimate like hardcore critics about it so it feels like you're just setting yourself up to take some freaking heat from the fans but then again they could knock it out of the park and then we get an awesome show yeah it is the russo brothers so they're they're on a hot streak right now i I trust them i mean it's kind of what everything everyone's doing right now is like focusing on the niche and not trying to like make it everything broad anymore i feel like everything everyone's like going straight to the hardcore fans it's true they're like let's let's go make this really obscure or very like very specific thing and we'll see how we do like let's make something cool out of that which i think is great i think it gives a lot of opportunities for things that either are really big and difficult like like this one like magic the gathering is but also down to like very specific little things like an afro samurai movie or a cowboy bebop movie like stuff like that so it's really cool um my question to you is how has magic the gathering been able to regenerate itself with with technology and things like that that's probably a tough question but I mean, it's it's a game that's always. I mean, there's thou, there's hundreds of like you know video game versions of it. As far as like, I'm sh- there's like app turn based stuff. But I don't know. The people really enjoy card games, like an actual like sit down, collect the physical thing. Like no matter what you do, I mean, you saw it with that freaking quid or whatever that app was called, where you could like get digital collectibles. Oh like, yeah, I'm on no that. Fucking I- uses no one uses that shit anymore because like. What's the point of having a digital collectible? Like, you just got this awesome Game of Thrones statue. Oh, cool. When when will you send it to me? Oh, it's just digital. It's like, well, fuck you, man. Well, I, There's something cool about having cards. <laughs> I like Quid because they have a bunch of cool Marvel stickers. They have a bunch of cool stickers in general for yeah, licensing. The stickers are cool. For your for your text messages. Uh, me, and, me and Katie go back and forth. We just load up. The feed is just stickers. We don't even talk. We just throw stickers like we know what we're saying. It's really weird. Yeah. That being said, too. Have you ever played the game, um, Villains? Pokemon? No, <laughs> Disney Villains. Yeah, Disney Villain. I've seen it in stores, never played it. It looks like it's interesting. It looks dope. I didn't know it was done by Funko, but I guess Funko did it. What? I didn't know that either. Yeah. The artwork looks dope, so I saw it. I came across the video when I was 
Funko hunting. When I was popping it out. When I was popping. When I was popping off. Uh, Online Funkoing. Speaking of shit, let's pop in Zoro versus Django. <laughs> This one is going to be something. Anyway, uh, Collider reports that Quentin Tarantino has tasked Gerard Carmichael with co-writing the film adaptation for Django and Zorro, a crossover film based on the book, the comic book of the same name. Uh, the comic book series was co-written by Tarantino and released by DC Comics and Dynamite Entertainment. It takes place several years after the events of the 2012 film Unchained. Uh, and then after finding a safe place for his wife, Broomhilda, to settle near Chicago, Django gets back on the road, continuing his work as a bounty hunter. This sounds really interesting. Yes, please. Yeah, I didn't know that this was a, a comic book. I don't know. Did you read it or see it? No, I don't know how I missed this comic yeah, book. Yeah, I don't like, either. I, didn't, I had no idea this was a thing, but it sounds amazing. Yeah, man. I'm. I think they'll be teaming up or you think they'll be against each other? Or like, I'm sure it's the classic that they are not, you know, they work against each other, but then they have to work together. Or, you know, it's Tarantino, so it could be they could just, like, team up right from the beginning, or they could fight each other the whole time. Who knows? I'm on board. I'll probably follow close to the comics, so if you really want to know, you can freaking... Just read the book, I guess. Read that, read that comic book. <laughs> True. I didn't, even, I don't know why I didn't even think of that. Um, yeah, man, this sounds dope. I love Django. I thought that's, like, one of my favorite movies that Tarantino's done. Uh, there's just so many good lines. I, I listened to the soundtrack today, actually, after I read that story and it's definitely my favorite for sure there's just some of the lines in that movie just the way everyone play their character and there's some really funny shit in there oh yeah it's got some funny stuff it's got some wacky stuff it's got some hard pretty intense stuff it's got some some emotional stuff it's it's got it all it's It's my favorite movies yeah it's got it all uh speaking of having it all we haven't forgot about jurassic park that's right a jurassic park jurassic park animated show is coming to netflix uh, DreamWorks Animation has announced that Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. I said this earlier and it was right, and I was like, "Yeah, got it on the first try." Got it, nailed it on the first Cretaceous. try. Camp Cretaceous. That that sounds right, right? Jurassic the Crustaceous. Anyway, there's a Jurassic World animated show coming, <laughs> executive produced by Steven Spielberg, Frank Marshall, and Colin Trevorrow. The show is set within the Jurassic World timeline. And it will premiere on Netflix next year. Saw the teaser. You saw the teaser. Yeah, we just watched it. Yeah, yeah. it's very, very much a teaser. It's just and DreamWorks is doing it, and it's like you know, I thought it was gonna be like an animated show, but it's like it is an animated show, it's but like, it's animated three D. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's that three dimensional characters, not like just on you know two D like fucking lines. So it looks pretty cool. I mean, it looks like it's kind of got their fl- the DreamWorks flavor, but more real, a little more realism in there. So it could be really cool. I'm also pretty impressed about Jurassic. Park, Jurassic World, still having take on something that's so small. And I mean, these were Michael Crichton books, or whatever. But how many times are you gonna go to an island with dinosaurs? You know, <laughs> like. But we're still right. like, yeah, it's in the middle. We're gonna keep going. We're gonna back. keep going back. Like something's gonna change. But I don't know. This it looked pretty cool, but we'll have to wait and see next year how how Netflix pulls it all together. Smart to go after that kind of franchise, I guess, right? Because Netflix is losing a bunch of stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be. I mean, there's always they're always dumping new stuff on, but yeah, they're about to have some a lot of stuff ripped away from them. So anything that can fill the gaps, I guess. There's a lot of good stuff on Netflix right now that uh, people should definitely check out. So check your Netflix, boom, boom. But Chris, let's get into this main topic. Chris, today we are talking 
Marvel leaks. Let me just pull up the story real quick. For those that don't know, uh, a trusted source who has got a bunch of stuff right on Endgame, Infinity War. First off, I don't know if I like this guy, if I'm mad at yeah, this guy. For being this dude that just drops all this shit. Yeah. His name is Roger Wardell. That's a weird... Uh, no, no. Nothing to do with it. Just maybe to say incognito. Just a rando. Um, I've heard other people talk about this guy who's a mo- the most trusted source. So apparently he has laid out what's coming up in phase four, everything after Far From Home. Um, and what he says right. is Black Widow, The Eternals, Black Panther 2, Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange 2, Nova, mm-hmm. and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 are the next up in the phase, as well as possibly a new Thor, an Ant-Man and Captain Marvel sequels, possibly new Avengers, Young Avengers, and Dark Avengers. Yep. That's, uh, that's, a, that's, a, lot of, that's a lot of stuff in there. I'm curious how this is going to go. I was pretty surprised by this lineup. I was kind of thinking something else, but um, we knew about the internals. We knew about Shang-Chi. I feel like they yeah, keep... a couple of weird ones in there. They kept flirting with Nova, but Nova's a strange one to me. And now we're finally going to get it. Yeah, I guess... What, so the idea is to kind of homegrown stuff on Earth and then keep stuff out in space. So they're going to have many, many arcs. Uh, yeah, so Nova really throws a curve, I think, in the mix. I don't know. I wasn't expecting that one. Yeah, they. I, bet, I was expecting it a long time ago. They really set that up, introducing us to the Nova Corps back in the first Guardians movie. And yeah, they kind of did a little bit, but they didn't do enough with it. And they didn't really introduce like the the world mind and stuff. So they'll, they'll it's it's a good one to work with. And I've the what from what I hear, what this guy says, they're gonna keep the cosmic heroes and the Earth based heroes pretty separate right. for the next for phase while, or two. While, yeah. So the more you can have these cosmic heroes that can kind of interact together opposed to just having the guardians and then kind of Thor, but only in Ragnarok. And then you have, you, if you have actually like Captain Marvel Captain and Marvel, the guardians yeah. and, and Nova. and Nova all freaking trolling around, you probably can make some good stories out of that. Yeah. Uh, the other kind of, which I know has been talked about lately with with Angelina Jolie and stuff, and they've named a few people on the cast as the Eternals. Yeah. I feel I feel like it's important. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like I feels like a tough one to sell. Yeah, I mean that's this is the same conversation we had with the Guardians of the Galaxy and being concerned that it was too obscure. But I mean, even now that I've we've had all of those movies come out and all the weird stuff and all the the space stuff, like this one for me is still like yikes. This is gonna be tough to pull off, and I don't know if it's like. It feels like because DC, not not because it feels like DC. We know DC is making a new Gods movie, which is going to be a tall a, a tall order. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, Marvel's going to be making the Eternals, which is kind of the same exact thing. They're basically the new Gods of Marvel. So, uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I mean, and the fact that the people they're casting, like trying to get Keanu Reeves to join, and Angelina Jolie's in there, and and all this stuff. I mean, hey, you know, yeah, I'm on board. I mean, we, yeah, we're invested at this point, so we'll definitely, definitely peep game. I can't tell if these uh, other things with the Avengers are. It's gonna be all of all three of these, or one or one or a brand new event. I mean, it's gonna be a brand new Avengers team, right? I mean, the, whoever's left over will kind of form their own new team, right? But I'm just saying, is are they gonna do all three of these, or are they gonna do one of these? Dark is it Dark Avengers, Young Avengers, or New Avengers, or is or is it all of them? I think it's all of them. 
I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. You might as well introduce a new Avengers team, which is kind of easy to do, but then might as well make a movie about the young Avengers, put some freaking kids in there. And then if the next part that we'll get into, which I'm sure you have in front of you, is in fact true, a Dark Avengers film slash integration would be very, uh, would seem very logical. I mean, uh, yeah, obviously we're talking, there's going to be a little bit of character lineup changes between some of these different groups. I did hear that there, that, Dark Rain makes the most sense because they are ta- supposedly supposed to introduce uh, what's his name Norman Osborn in the next yes, Spider Man film. That's what I was. Uh, that's what I was kind of hinting at was in that next part is the fact that like Norman Osborn supposed to make his appearance or supposed to be alluded to or oh, it's opening up this world to Norman Osborn coming in and and maybe not even they might just stay clear away from the whole Green Goblin thing, which I think would be the best move. Uh, and instead make him more of what he has been in the last few years, which is, or in the last decade or whatever, which is basically Lex Luthor. Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, Dark Reign absolutely makes this the most sense. That's a big, that was a big comic uh, arc. It was a great that story basically arc. was all about, you know, great story arc, basically about Norman Osborn becoming, you know, Lex Luthor, like I said, like a super powerful politician. And... I think he becomes pre- no, he doesn't become president, or does he? He does become president. I think he. Anyways, uh, I have and it's a, him, I have, like I basically. He's all, no, he's also and he's also Iron Patriot. Yeah, he becomes the leader of the Dark Avengers, which is like Iron Patriot and Bullseye is is Hawkeye and Draken is Wolverine there and yeah, is Wolverine in that group and yeah. So all right, well let's start right there, man. Let's talk about that for a second. Do you think the new Avengers would be a team that fights the Dark Avengers? In effect, still, I guess, is the Sokovia Accords. They never really mentioned that that's like done, like it's okay for superheroes. Right. So I guess it right. that makes sense to have uh, a political figure like Norman Osborn come in, um, kind of take over and make this everyone kind of retires or whatever, and he yeah, makes this new exactly. team. That does make sense to me. Um, and then he's he's just gonna put it pull together this doppelganger type crew. I mean, I guess you got Scarlet Witch. Yeah, why not? Gotta, I mean, in Dark Reign, the whole reason he brings that together is because it's like all the, a political move. Like, it makes it look like he's forming something good that's helping people by making this great team that's going to protect <clears throat> the world, when in fairness, he's using it for his own selfish gain. Right. I mean, they do have the pieces in there. You got a Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Thor, Hawkeye. Yep. Um, Spider-Man, Wolverine. Do you think this, is, this would be the time where they introduce Wolverine? I mean, I know that they've kind of told Kevin Feige has said he's not touching none of the X Men are coming in until after this five year arc. But yeah, we've talked about I it like that, that they might, they they might have to. Yeah, they might. I don't know. I you, you, they probably would just leave Draken out because not only then do you have to explain him, you have to basically explain a character that's the genetic clone son of another character that's part of a universe you have not integrated into yours. I, I would just leave him out. Plus, plus it, well, he's in, in the whole scope of things. He's the only one that kind of does stand out in the Dark Avengers because while, yes, X-Men join the Avengers from time to time, it's easier to just be like, okay, these Avengers have Avengers that the world's already familiar with. Like, we've got ourselves an Iron Man, and we got ourselves a, a Thor, and we've got ourselves a Hawkeye. Like, we're the team. So, like, it makes more sense to just, and so, like, and here's a fucking guy with claws. Don't worry about who he is. Yeah, I guess they have they have they have the whole squad. That makes sense to me. What about Luke Cage? Nah, you don't think they'll bring in unless I mean I don't know. They they canceled those shows on Netflix, so maybe maybe they are gonna be integrating that kind of stuff. What's his name? Uh, who played Wilson Fisk? Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, yeah, he's he's made some comment about how the whole cast would be ready to jump aboard to to play them all again, and I was like, well, yeah, hang it up. 
Hang it up, guy. Happen, but you guys did a great job with what you had when you had it. Are there any characters that you think will be introduced that no one really knows about yet? You know, in this phase, it's tough to say. I think that with if these movies all come out, it doesn't really open up a lot of doors that we maybe thought possibly would come out in the next phase. It's basically just pushing off another phase until we get to see the Fantastic Four, until Silver Surfer... The one that's on here that does surprise me, whether they integrate him via, uh, obviously there have been hints to it. Maybe it'll never connect, but the two characters on the cosmic side that I um, would be most interested or most likely to see appear are Adam Warlock because there was like they flirt, a they, hint to him yeah. in, in Guardians 2. And then also if there is a dark rain tie, Century is kind of necessary. Oh, well, and that could be a Captain Marvel way. Same, he's the same kind of character. He's the same, like the opposite of what uh, Adam Warlock, right? Yeah, and he's like he's basically Superman. Superman. Yeah. Like he's just like Captain Marvel, but like way stronger. So it's I mean that could be a way to introduce his character maybe because then he ends up being like a puppet for Norman Osborn and the Dark Avengers, and then he gets beat or whatever. So um, th- yeah, those are the two I would definitely see. But if that's true, I mean that means the phase after this is probably the one where they're gonna introduce a new Hulk, probably give us a, a, a Miles instead of a Peter Parker, and maybe that's when they'll fold in the Fantastic Four. Who knows? Punisher, Moon Knight. It really, the list is endless. Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, they have a full lineup that has yet to be introduced now that they have Fox. I mean, that whole thing opens up. But I think this is like new territory for everybody. I don't think anyone really knows what to expect. Uh, I'm kind of curious where Black Panther fits in a, in a lot of this. Um, I would love to see yeah. something, because uh, I know this was part of the Dark Reign story arc as well, was like Black Panther versus Doom. Maybe they'll do, do you never know. You never know, man. I think that just when, the, like you said, they're going to come out later and actually officially announce all this stuff. That's why it's a leak. But for this set, I'm so, there's some things that are missing. And it also surprised me if there's some things maybe that aren't in the leak that they're holding Absolutely. out to tell later that they played a little closer to the vest. So time will tell. But man, I, I tell you what, I'm uh, I'm excited. There's some weird ones in there between Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, am I saying that right? Yeah. And, uh, and the Eternals. Like, there's some strange stuff, but if they really are going to throw out another Ant-Man at us, which would be great if they're going to toss another uh, Thor in there somehow, like, I mean, that's a new Thor or the old, so I'm, I'm on board. I think the one, one I'm most anticipated for is definitely uh, Doctor Strange, too, because we saw, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Mordo. Yeah, Mordo. Going dark. Going dark. I'm waiting, awaiting his return. We also got Zemo still around. Yeah, Zemo's going to be in the, uh, the Winter Soldier and the Falcon. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Strange to see how that works out. You think we'll get Namor? I don't know, man. It's I mean, why not? I think DC doing an Aquaman movie and proving that it can be done is totally possible. But then at the same time, they tried that in humans TV show and it bombed. So maybe they'll be like, well, we just won't call him an inhuman. We'll just go a different route. We'll just make our own Aquaman. Oh, yeah. What's that storyline where what is that? After Secret Wars? I'm trying to remember where like uh, a bunch of creatures came on land and attacked so, oh yeah, and I like there's like the about. cloud. I think this was no, this was Civil War two. Yeah, there's that cloud of the stuff that's like so inhumans can breathe because they can only breathe in their cloud on the moon or whatever. Well, like no, they, like it also cla- is changing people. The, yeah, the cloud was coming through and just changing people. I think I yeah. think that is I think that's part of Civil War two. Captain Marvel versus Iron Man. Well, it'll be interesting. That is one thou wow for sure for sure. Um, but you you you're really on board, not on board with uh, Green Goblin making an appearance, huh? Yeah, I think that they, I really do as just an organization. I just feel like they'll stay away from it. They've developed, spent so many years developing such a different 
not that he's not the Green Goblin. He always he like will still do that, but like it's a tough character. How do I want to say this? It's not that it's a tough character to do. I just think that they can do more with Norman Osborn if he's not that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also we've seen a transition of Green Goblin in the Ultimate Universe and in like the Spider Verse, like where he's not actually human anymore. It's like they. It's almost what we got to see in the Amazing Spider Man Two when you kind of tell like. That the, they they were like, or I guess when freaking Hobgoblin or whatever his son Harry Osborn becomes like sort of goblin esque, mm-hmm. like they've really leaned into that in the stuff where he has like either turns into an actual like fucking goblin, so not wearing some like Joker's costume, right? Or he can like turn back and forth. It's kind of like a werewolf type scenario, I guess. So maybe, but I don't know. I feel like they're gonna be maybe going some different ways with Spider Man and that whole story instead of being like, let's get into yeah. They seem to be going completely. They're not gonna repeat stuff. Yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're going... not gonna be like, let's do Lizard again because mm-hmm. that introduced us to serums, and then we'll show that we'll lead into Harry into Osborn being green. There's gonna be like, no fuck that. Let's just do some other. Let's do freaking Craven and let's do this fucking Mysterio and the Elementals. Like, let's get weird. Yeah, I think uh, which I'm fine with. I wasn't too keen on the uh, Elementals. Yeah, we'll we'll see how they turn out. I'm sure it's a ruse. But as we all know, Stan Lee has made his final cameo. I, do we know if he's in the next one? I don't think. No, that was his last one. Uh, Endgame was his last one. Yes. Yeah, they even I think they tweaked Captain Marvel because he doesn't say anything. I think he was supposed to say something, but they changed does, it. Does he not have a? He doesn't have a cameo in 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 uh, in Endgame. He does. He's um. Remember, he drives by and he's like. Make oh, love yeah, not war. he's the guy freaking. Yeah. Make love not war, man. So a lot of people are talking, speculating, things like that. And and I read this article online that suggests that maybe instead of Stan Lee, we'll get old Cap to do cameos. Interesting. This goes back to our original um, thing, which I was against at the beginning, but then I sided with you, Chris, of just like, let him go. Yeah. Especially with Chris Evans. Like, I, Chris Evans, he's done. He's said he's done. The, to do a prosthetics and have old Cap make. I mean, I guess you don't really need him. You could probably just CGI I mean, his face they, on something. They would want, yeah, that, that's the big but thing. But it's like, like, what's the point in doing that? You're going to have him come in, just do all that, just so you can do one. I mean, the cameo, you're going to put all his prosthetics on, just so he can do a little cameo. For what reason? Like, because he is still alive. He's one, only one of the... He just makes sense because he happens to still be living. I don't know. I don't buy that. Yeah, and I still like the idea that of, of Stanley being the watcher. I... Or a watcher, rather. Are you, Chris? Are you? Would you be content or like okay with them still using Stanley for cameos, even though you know he's I mean, not alive? Much like they've done in Star Wars and other films. I don't know. I think you know maybe let it let it go. Unless you're going to do it in ways that are. I think there are creative ways to still incorporate him and his memory and his legacy without CGIing him into saying a line. Like I know that he in in, in uh, into the Spider Verse. I know he's like the shop owner mm-hmm. that talks to him. But also there's that scene where he where Miles like shoot like swinging through the thing and there's a big giant mural painted and it's of Stan Lee's like stuff like that. I think could do I think that so was in much Deadpool. better. That was in Deadpool with the mural. Was it really? Yeah. I thought there was also a flash. There was like a flash of there's a flash somewhere else. There is. It's uh he's on a train. Oh well, yeah. Like just more subtle stuff. It doesn't need to be like like a picture. him being like, "Hi, it's me." Like it could just be like a picture, or like a newspaper article with like him. Sure, Photoshop on there. Like like Bru- uh, like for who knows what. Like for instance, uh, Howard Stark and Bruce Banner, uh, in in Homecoming, where it's like yes, Bruce Banner's on a picture of a scientist on the wall, and then Howard Stark is yeah. in a painted mural. Don't bring him into it, but bring like make him a part of that. Make world it an Easter egg. Make it an Easter. Or sneak him in funny, like he actually was a watcher the whole time, and he's in like 
a historic photo or like another painting. Like, I don't give a shit. Just, I think, I think that you don't want to bring him in and be like, it's me guys, Stan Lee. And it's like, no, it's not. You're dead. <laughs> so no go. I, I would agree with you, man. I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, I wouldn't fault them for trying to keep that whole thing alive. Cause every time you see a Stanley cameo, everyone loves it. But the next thing I want to talk about, there's been a petition, another petition, Chris, where fans are asking to bring back Iron Man. And there's a, Oof. there's a theory and a whole plot thing about it. I know that Robert Downey Jr. Has been like, I don't want to, I still want to play the character. I still want to be a, it's probably got to be hard for him to walk away from, but he's still obviously going to make shitload of money, whether he shows up again or not. But sure. He, I mean, he doesn't have to, like, I don't, I don't know if I want to see Iron Man or like, do you, would you rather a new Tony Stark from a, if, if the, if the whole thing in far from home is like different dimensions or, or alternate universes, if they go back and get a young Tony Stark, much like they did in the Oof. books, if it's not Robert Downey Jr. Are we okay with that? Like, what, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. I don't, I think they'll just let it go. I think that they'll, there's no, without, without, not how slow they made because in 10 years they made 20 or whatever, but like, there's no reason. You can highlight other characters. You can have a different, someone, someone else take up the Iron Man role. Like they introduced us to that kid from Iron Man 3. So maybe there's something they're working on there. Like, I think let him go. I have had a tiny change of heart only in the fact that I think that if there, if he is going to show up for any kind of cameo, the only way I would be okay with it if it was like the same thing as at the end of Endgame, if and I guess it only would up I would only yeah if it if it was a message that was pre-recorded of him saying because so a, a part of his storyline in Iron Man three it's introduced but then also in you know other parts is like the these like holographic projections and in Civil War it's in there like these projections of things that you, you know, it's, it's, it's so totally logical. He names of a hologram or he recorded a message like that. So whether that's like maybe the next Avengers movie, that's an all new team. If there's like a recording that like is funny and gives them the basics of how to do this stuff. Sure. I'm fine with that. Or if the only one really stands out is a Spider-Man one where like he's struggling and losing himself or some bullshit and he finds a recording that he made for him. I'm fine with that. As long as it's very much established that he's dead, that there's no like, time travel or it's more just like and they're one offs it's not like they can go back to the well he's not like Jarvis where he'll just like peer and be like I'm here guys we need help with like as long as like oh we, we got one last message from him I'm fine with that so you're fine with but you're fine more with, than that you're overdoing it so you're fine with the hol- like a holographic message here and there but not for him to sure. like take one, over one or an, two uh, more but then yeah what about an Iron Man suit that's just around <laughs> I don't know I mean that's fine you're okay with that as long as, as, it's, long as he's not in it interesting I think another cool way to do that, if they go the route of this being a legitimate uh, alternate universes, is to do like a Wolverine cameo, which in in uh, was it first class? Yeah, where he's like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where it's yeah. like, if they go, if there is an alternate universe, they go to another thing. They're like, "Oh, t- Tony Stark!" Like he's like, "Yeah, who, yeah, who the fuck are guys? you guys? I'm a fucking billionaire." playboy get out yeah, of yeah. get you know that kind of cameo yeah. i'd be okay with i would have, i would also be okay with like hugh jackman making a cameo in the mcu oh, yeah, for just that. like little stuff could be fun that'd be nice that'd be cool but uh, that seems like a stretch and and i don't yeah and then you're starting to mess with stuff getting weird but again it just depends on if they go that route with the alternate universes i kind of don't want them to go that route but for cameo sakes it I'm, makes it easy to talk about right Unless they do like the, makes it easy to talk about. Unless they do like the Secret Wars thing where the planets collide. 
Ah, interesting. Because then you something fun there. Because then you could bring in like the X Men over. You, you know what I'm saying? You could bring all those worlds together. Whatever. Some freaking battle world stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I mean, even just that's just that if there is alternate universes, even with the Spider Man movie, that they can. Oh yeah, I'm from this other uni- universe, and they're colliding. Sure, and it's then, convenient, and it yeah, works. It works. It's like gloss over everything else. I can, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the Young Avengers though, because they do have it set up, and it's really obvious. They got the young Hawkeye, his daughter, who they yeah, yeah, who yeah, isn't yeah. Kate Bishop necessarily, but she is a. But you could make it. Yeah, know. I mean, yeah. There's obviously fillers and stuff here, but the Young Avengers could actually be really dope because isn't um don't they have isn't Amadeus Cho on that too? I mean, it would be an interesting way to introduce him. Because they did introduce his mom in Age of Ultron. Which con- it's Lila. Lila Barton. Lila Barton. That's right. Uh, Lila! Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, I that would be, that'd be interesting. Would, I think a Young Avengers team would be fun because you could let you introduce some characters. And, you know, honestly, I probably, if you'd asked me two months ago, I'd have been like, Young Avengers suck. Like, don't make that. It's a waste of time. But then I watched the entire first and half of the second season of Young Justice mm. uh, on the DC app and completely changed my mind because I realized that it can be pretty freaking badass if you do it the right way. Yeah, I mean, they, so they got the characters lined up. I mean, uh, what's in... Yeah, you got people that you can put Riri in there. You can do a bunch of shit. Um, Who's the... Is it... Who's the girl in Captain Marvel? Uh, The, the daughter. The, yeah. Is it yeah, Monica? Monica? No, Monica's yeah. her friend. Monica! They have the kids all lined up because you could te- essentially put Peter Parker as like the leader. You could put Hawkeye's daughter in there. Oh, Hulkling, who the fuck is this man? They got some weird ass people, man. And you could Miss bring in America. the kid. You could Miss America, you could, Prodigy, Marvel Boy. You could bring in the um the kid from Iron Man three to take up like what is it called? Uh, Iron, is it Iron Lad? Yeah, I think it's Iron Lad. For those who don't know, in the Dark Reign, also in the Dark Reign saga, um, the new Avengers team consists of uh, Spider-Man, Bucky Barnes is Captain America, but we don't know that that's not going to be the thing. We don't know what's going to happen. Ronan. Oh, yeah, Ronan Haw- Hawkeye messed up. And they're led by, I think, Old Cap, if I remember correctly. Yeah, classic. Maybe that's how it'll come back. It'll be- actually come back and be like, okay, kids, time to, time to, time to assemble. Time to a story from old grandpa. Time to- Back when I was in the ward in 45. I married my sweetheart after I came back to the future. Anyways, good luck out there, kids. <laughs> Are you Southern all of a sudden? Yeah. Perhaps a little bit. Uh, a little bit. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of G to the Splizzy. That's the new title of the show now. Change it just now. Decided to. Because I can. Uh, cr- I like it. <laughs> Next week is a loaded episode of movies. We're talking Godzilla, Rocket Man, Dark Phoenix, the ending of the X-Men. You can always uh, hit us up on the interwebs at G Splash Podcast on our social handles, or you can hit us up in the email tip at info at gsplashpodcast.com. Also, be sure to buy a hoodie or leave a review. Help us out. Let us know what you think. Let us. We always love to hear your comments and thoughts. Let us know what you're reading, what your theories are. And we'll, we'll talk about them on the show. Hell yeah, we will. blow them up. We'll blow them out. Bang, bang. Uh, I'm your host, Rally Bags, and my man, Chris, Bucky Watts. See you next week, y'all. Peace.
Tchau. Tchau.